This is the Fantasy Road Show. Hey, welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. You can call me Truck. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker. To my left is at Shane, Shane O'Mac. You can find him at S McCormick underscore FF. And to his left, all the way on the other side, is Coles at Coles underscore sports on Twitter. Follow the show while you're at it. Support the show at Fantasy Roadshow on Twitter. Also, we have a Substack. Check out the fantasyroadshow.substack.com for all of our written articles. As always, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Look over Shane's shoulder and you'll see Rule One Proteins right there. Visit www.rule1proteins.com. Enter promo code RODIES40 at checkout for 40% off. That is RODIES40 for 40% off. Boys, how are we doing today? Doing well, doing well. Um, how are you doing? Where are you at? Uh, I am out in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in the truck still, um, doing my thing out here. I pick up a load and head to Milwaukee, Wisconsin to end the week and then back home. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Shane, what are you up to? Not much, not much. Really, an awful, horrible Monday night game with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. <laughs> Dip, dipped under 500 in, one, in my only league that I'm under 500 in that league. So that was a rough one for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think my fantasy teams are doing pretty good. Uh, I think at the worst, I'm at 500 right in the middle of the pack. So uh, I need a couple good weeks here. And hopefully this red light, green light segment that we're doing today uh, kind of helps me propel some victories here. Right, Coles? What do you, what do you got going on? Yeah. How's your team doing? Yeah, I went ten and one last week. Um, my only loss being Daniel Jones getting injured and having Joshua Dobbs on the bench in a super flex league. Can't really forecast that happening, but uh, no, yeah, that was tough. It was one of the leagues where I, uh, I I actually share the team with you, so you know this. But it's one of those league medium leagues and we still hit the median so technically i was 10 and a half in one um <laughs> so really really good week fantasy wise in a very good spot um biggest league i'm dominating and get a chain and kyron williams or yeah a chain and kyron williams back the next two weeks so yeah uh in a very very good spot right now happy about nice it. Yeah, I can't wait till we get these pieces back on uh, the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, yeah. we talked about it earlier. David Montgomery, uh, James Conner, Kyron Williams, Devon Achan, um, James uh, Connor. Khalil, Lil Herbie, Lil Herbie, Lil Herbie, James Conner, yeah. Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, uh, I think Chase is going to be banged up. I have him in a lot of leagues. I think he's going to be out this week, which sucks, but. I'd rather have him healthy um, than not. So, uh, yeah, it's, it'll be a good week. It's going to be an interesting week with a, quite a few buys. Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, Eagles all on buy. Those are obviously some pretty pretty big names or big team offenses in fantasy. But um, Yeah, yeah. Too, I mean, yeah. you got Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Tua. You know, if, a lot of people are going to be looking for quarterbacks this week to start. Um, you know, some streaming options and uh, some, yeah, major pieces offensively that are going to be out this week. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting, but we'll see what happens. Um, I forgot what else I was going to say, but anyways. 
Yeah. All right. Well, um, if you guys got anything else, we should jump right into. Well, hey, how about the quick news? I, I haven't seen a lot of news come up in the last like day or two, but Carson Wentz is signed to the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Shane, do you think this is more just a backup option because Rippin sucks? Or is the Stafford injury a little worse than we originally thought? I think there's concern he may be not ready to play after the bye one week and i think they think they're still in the wild card hunt so even just one game makes a difference to them i think so yeah i think they may get concerned with that first immediate week after the bye yeah i think you're right um i'm not looking too much into this um you know even if carson once gets to start this week i'm not too worried about it and i still have faith that stafford's coming back rather quickly so yeah um, all right. Well, other than that, we can uh, jump right into it. You guys ready? Yeah. All right, Calls. Why don't you start us off with your uh, red light quarterbacks this week, uh, week ten? Let's start with Shane, actually. Okay. All right, Shane, <laughs> kick us off. What do you got, buddy? Uh, so my first red light is going to be. Trevor Lawrence against the Niners. Um, there's going to be some folks that are going to think they have to start him because of the bye week situation um, going on with some of the quarterbacks you mentioned earlier. But this 49ers defense is tough. They allow the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. And, you know, Lawrence just has not been very great. He's hasn't thrown for more than 300 yards. And there's only one game he eclipsed that mark. So, I think this is a low yardage output for him. Um, so the example I would bring up is in one of my leagues and the super flex leagues, I'm going to start like a Baker Mayfield over Trevor Lawrence this week. Yeah, I love that. I love the Baker play this week. And uh, yeah, Trevor gives me a lot of pause uh, going against the Niners. Um, I get that. Yeah, I like that as well. I, I that's an interesting game for me because you see the plus three at home with the Jaguars and like that should be like home dog. That should be the play probably. But then you look at the Niners who are coming off of three straight losses. They just have to like show up. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, this over unders at 45 and a half, which like I always look to. um to get a feel for how like Vegas is looking at the scoring to go to, 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 to uh, sorry, uh, how the scoring's going to play out. And yeah, 46 is, you know, that's a pretty healthy number. So um, they do think the offenses will be scoring, which I would have probably leaned towards a less scoring game there. I, I don't know. I, it's that game kind of confuses me. I can see it going either way, but um, I don't know. That's all I have to really say there. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Uh, that'll be a that'll be a good game this weekend, I think. Um, you know, the San Francisco offense, they're getting uh, Debo Samuel back. Trent Williams is still out. Um, you know, we'll see how they play out. But uh, that that Jaguars team's been playing good lately. So um, yeah, I mean, games. Debo's like Debo's big for the offense, but. Uh, Trent Williams, I think, is the bigger story for not only like really just buying Purdy time. Like we've seen, we've kind of seen what he's what he's looked like when he's uh, doesn't have 
doesn't have that. Uh, I think they're calling him like an alien surrounding him. Uh, in, <laughs> in Trent Williams. I heard one of the players yeah. say like the dynamic is a little bit different from, you know, getting hyped before the game and running out of the tunnel. Um, and just how much confidence they have when fucking big ass Trent Williams is, is leading the way. Um, so I don't know. He's, he's to me like the big, big missing piece there, obviously getting Debo back and having him just getting the ball in his hands, like early in space. But yeah, yeah, I, we'll, we'll I saw, see. I saw a lot of people highlighting uh, Brock Purdy's uh, games with Debo and without Debo and, and highlighting his recent struggles. But I think you should sub that name out for Trent Williams. You know what I mean? Well, with I would Trent be Williams interested without. to see. There's just been more. It's just a bigger sample size without Debo. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why it's easy. But yeah, I mean, without Trent Williams, they're 0-3 just right yeah. off the bat. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't know. I see both sides. Niners are probably too good to lose four straight and Jags. Uh, probably do for a loss, but you know, home three points that's a big number to be at home, but anyways, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, my red, my first red light quarterback is Josh Dobbs coming off that great story. Um, you know, I, I just think Saints defense, yeah, it's at home, but Saints defense with a week to prepare. Um, there's only so much of the offense that Dobbs can learn. He's really like not a huge pocket passer per se. Like that wasn't a yeah. strength. Wasn't a strength for the for the Cardinals. He really gets things going with his legs. So if you're the Saints, whether you spy him or um or just kind of um you know contain him to to stay in the pocket and beat you with his arm, um your defense is good enough to um, you know, cause some turnovers. And I think the Saints win this game. Um, I just think it stylistically it matches up really well for them. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Saints win the game. And Dobbs, you know, uh, he's going to find a lot of production on his, on the ground with his uh, legs. But I don't know if that will get you to a, um, you know, a happy starting him in your lineup. But Shane, what do you think? He's going to need to find a lot of production, whether he does or not. Yeah, um, but I think that'll definitely be like a focus for a really good defense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I see a top ten performance like he had last week, and he's had earlier in the year against this defense. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's played them already, right? With the Arizona. No, I don't. No, they haven't played the Saints. Oh no. 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 Oh, okay. My mistake then. Um, all right, well, my red light quarterback this week, you saw on the graphic, it's uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, Deshaun Watson, if you've been holding on to him through his injury and you played him last week, yeah, you were decently happy. He scored enough points to be uh, that fringe quarterback one, like I think almost 20 points. But this week going against the Baltimore Ravens, you just don't want any quarterback going against the Ravens, and Deshaun Watson is not um, is not an exception to that rule. So. Uh, I think Deshaun has a terrible game this week. I think Baltimore wins pretty handsomely. And, uh, I mean, you know, Baltimore's defense is is one of the best right now. So their team's one of the best right now. So I, I'm avoiding Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I mean, even in his great game last week, you know, one of those touchdowns was very fluky. You know, ball, it's a deflection ball that, 
somehow goes towards the end zone, not straight up in the air to Cooper. So, yeah, it's I don't see a lot of points scored uh, for the Browns this week. No, 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 neither do I. Um, Coles, what else you got? Um, I don't have anything else at the moment. Okay. Um, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll read off the last couple I have. Uh, I have a, a duo here. Um, one of them is Kyler Murray uh, coming off this injury if he does play against Atlanta. Atlanta's defense has been pretty good for quarterbacks, and um, I think they're like uh, ranked 26th against uh, fantasy quarterbacks right now. So it's somewhat of a positive matchup, but I just don't trust Kyler Murray coming off this injury and playing well right off the bat. Uh, I would not be trusting him in my lineups. Uh, there's not much analysis other than that. And then uh, Jordan Love going against Pittsburgh. Um, it's in Pittsburgh. Jordan Love has not been playing well. I mean, yes, they got Aaron Jones back, which sparked something in this offense last week for them to score a touchdown in the first half. But, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I don't trust Jordan Love to be in a fantasy lineup uh, along with Kyler Murray. I don't know what you guys feel about that. Yeah, I like the Kyler call because I think a lot of people are going to look at it and say, well, Listen, the defense he's playing, they just allowed Dobbs, who'd only been there three days, to come in and put up a QB, what, five performance? But a lot of that was on the ground. And there's no way Kyler Murray in his first game back is rushing for 50 yards and touch, rushing touchdowns like Dobbs did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a weird week for me because, like, I just uh, to me those are like I was gonna say love as well. To me those are like just no brainers. However, like you're probably gonna have to you know if you have a Mahomes, Tua, and Hurts, you may not even have a backup backup quarterback in your in your roster like rostered because you only need them for this week. And then there's been so much injury and just so much like um, fluctuation between, you know, I mean, the Giants have already gone through three quarterbacks. Like you might not have a lot to choose out there. So like, yeah, these are pretty relevant people to talk about. But like Love hasn't been good for a while now. He's going to play Pittsburgh with, with one of the best defenses in the league. That was going to be my my other red light for sure. Um and on a normal like last week, you're probably not even considering love, right? Just because yeah, no. how things have been going. But this week, you probably have to put them in in, in consideration there. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a little bit deeper of a week. Kyler, I, I don't know that I'm going to be playing Kyler at all this year. Um, we'll see how his legs look, but I can't imagine coming off that injury in a season where you're one and eight, you're going to be you know, putting yourself out there with those legs. And just in general, if he wants to have a longer career, he's going to have to start sliding, getting out of bounds. Um, I don't know. I, I'm worried about what Kyler looks like this the rest of this year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Shane, what else you got for your red light quarterbacks? So my, my other quarterback to avoid this week is Russell Wilson um, traveling to Buffalo. And I think just – couple of things you know bills they allow the second fewest fancy points to quarterbacks but just more than any stats like the bills coming back home off of a loss to cincinnati they tend to smash in these type of spots yeah and i just think it's a huge huge bounce back uh double digit 
win that's a big win and and Wilson kind of just really just gets shut down and that Denver offense doesn't put up hardly any points. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that as well. Uh, I would be looking to avoid Russell Wilson this week. All right, well, I think that's the red light quarterbacks. You guys, you good over there, Coles? We'll jump on to green lights. Yep. Nope. All right, cool. Um, so my green light quarterback of the week, uh, quarterbacks, uh, one of them is Dak Prescott. Um, quarterbacking against the New York Giants. Uh, Dak played really good football last week against the Eagles. Uh, I think he continues that success against the Giants. Uh, I think they get a win here, and Dak has a really good game. Uh, the Giants have been, you know, their defense have been playing better as of lately, but still throughout the season they're still in the bottom ten against the pass, and uh, I, I think Dak has a good game. I don't know, Shane, <laughs> what do you think about Dak Prescott this week? Yeah, I think it's a good spot for him. What's amazing is so he's had two really good weeks of production: Chargers before last week, and then Philly this week. And it's really it's just it's just a two man receiving show. He's getting all the production from it's it's Ceedee Lamb, and then Ferguson. I mean, you're not seeing hardly yep. anything any go anyplace else. Um, so, but he's putting up plenty of numbers. I mean, I think he's been a top seven QB the last two weeks. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure just about. Yeah, as you mentioned in past episodes, uh, it's because I've been motivating him, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have Dak and CD. I, I've had them on my list the last two weeks, and I'll continue to put them on as long as they're playing a completely defeated team with a 16-point spread at home in Jerry's yeah. world. It's Tommy DeVito Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback too. It's just, just one of those spots. It should probably win by 30. Uh so that's the only thing is like yeah, Dak the only worry for Dak here is you you're obviously starting him if you have him but um for him to not live up to a green light name is if they have one of these defensive touchdowns and let Pollard gets going on the legs yeah. and then they're already up by 21 28 and you know what's that then there may be one touchdown left for Dak to get so that's the worry of course but um they should dominate you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah over that's under, the one thing i was worried about what i'm just looking at right now is the over under is 38 and a half like you're a 16 point favorite wow. with a 38 and a half point over under line is kind of crazy so that does seem yeah um but anyways, um, yeah, Dak. All right, I have Geno Smith, uh, who obviously I don't like, but uh, I do like playing against the commander's defense. Um, at home, Seahawks are a good team. I mean, Geno's going to hold them back to living up to their, um, you know, their, their true potential of at least that offense of how many weapons they have, but I like Gino. I like JSN to continue to ascend as well. So I have them putting up some big numbers against this commander's defense. Yeah, I like that play as well. Um, Gino Smith, he's just kind of hot and cold and uh, throwing a lot of picks. But, um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think this is a get-right game for him. And uh, this commander's defense is trash without those uh, interior linemen that they traded with 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly like even with them, they're not that good, but um, they're that's just adding. That's just a team that is given up, you know? Yeah, yeah fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. Shane, what do you got? I am going to go, which I haven't done this yet this year, but I'm going with Road Golf. So Ooh. I'm going with Jared Goff uh, taking on the Chargers. Um, Chargers giving up fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And that's an improvement because they just faced the inept Zach Wilson and the Jets. So they actually <laughs> were much worse than that, like two or three spots worse than that before last week. So I think this is a this is going to be a sneaky high scoring game. I, I think um, with the chargers and the lions. And I think it's one of those games where golf puts up three touchdowns. Yeah. I love that. I, I absolutely love that. The chargers are giving up the most passing yards per game as well. Um, I just, it seems like such a, uh, uh, such a good game for, for golf to uh, continue to uh, break, break those rules that he has on those road, road home game splits. So, yeah, I, I love that. Um, so I just looked up I, when you when you mentioned that Geno Smith has been hot cold this year. I, I I just looked up his QB finishes. He's actually not even ever really been hot. He's only been <laughs> the, he's only been in the top ten one time QB really? eight, and that was week two. He's never been above a top fifteen quarterback. Hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I he like as you said with the picks being the concern, he's had six in the last four games. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like this is a week as we mentioned where you're missing. You include Stafford, you know, four quarterbacks who are certainly above him. So uh, let's just put it this way: I think Geno Smith ends up being a top ten quarterback this week. Um, so in a down week, you could be, you could, if, if this is one of those situations where if you can't start him at home against the, the Redskins, you're, he's fucked, uh, because he has, yeah, he week, belongs on the wire week, week 12 through 14. He has uh week 12 through 15. He has Niners at Dallas at Niners and then Philly. Um, so that's just a horrible and then, I mean, are you gonna? You're probably not starting Gino in week sixteen or seventeen if you're still around. You likely have a better quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, this may be the last time you get to use Gino. Period. Uh, yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but yeah, in terms of golf, I have I I, I was contemplating putting him on there as well. Uh, I ended up not having him on my list, but um, I do think against the Chargers, 48 and a half is that over under right now. There's going to be points scored. Montgomery's going to be back in the mix. He's going to get his, I think. Um, I just, I, I like, you know, Campbell's, that's, that's the type of running back he likes. He likes to pound the ball. He likes to score rushing touchdowns, get physical. So uh, I think, I, I just think it's one of those games where Lions play well. Um, Chargers is not really in a way environment. So, you know, he has a lot of experience in SoFi in that playing in that field in L.A. So I, I don't know. He's going to be comfortable. That offense should be moving pretty well. Um, 
I'm interested in that game, man. Like Chargers need a win bad. Um, I just think that they're a lot different without Williams, without Palmer, because Quentin Johnson is just not good at all. To be honest, yeah. I think they swung. I think they swung it's and so missed. So shocking. So uh, shocking. I think they swung and missed. His hands are bad. His route running's bad. Uh, if you double team Keenan and leave uh, Johnson on a one on one, you're feeling pretty good. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, give me the Lions who have, who have a good defense. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. Well, my next, uh, I have two quarterbacks here. I wanted to highlight for Greenlight this week. Um, alongside uh, my other one. I, I, I like Baker Mayfield as my streamer of the week. Shane, I know you mentioned it. Um, I love Baker this week. Last week scored 23 points. The week before, 25 points. Uh, he's been throwing some decent yardage and multiple touchdowns, getting it done with his feet too. So I just um, I like Baker this week against Tennessee. Uh, I think he can put out a big game and uh, and help you uh, get a big win if you're if you're without uh, those, you know, those top tier quarterbacks that are on by this week. So I like him. And then obviously I love CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud coming off of a historic game last week. Um, I think he continues that success. Uh, Cincinnati is letting up the 10th most passing yards per game this year. So, um, that you can pass on them. And I think Cincinnati is a really good team right now. So they're going to score a lot of points, which in turn, uh, the Texans are going to have to score points to stay in the game. So I think it'll be a high scoring game. And, uh, I love CJ Stroud this week uh, to get, score you some points. Um, I uh, I agree with Baker for sure. Um, the this game like Titans dog on the road. You always like dog Vrabel, but um, their defense with the hole in their defense is their secondary, and that's you know the baker throwing to evans and godwin that's their strength so it's a little bit of a strength versus weakness type game so that'll be interesting over under 38 and a half uh which is very low um so that's a little concerning um but you know baker's got 12 passing touchdowns on the year to four interceptions so if he can get you you know 250 yards and a couple of touchdowns that's going to be a good day um, which I think is, you know, looks pretty good there. Um, Texans, Bengals, I think the Bengals are going to win by double digits. Um, I think they're playing so good right now. Texans are just not quite there yet to compete with teams like the Bengals. Um, I'd be interested to see how they try to go toe-to-toe and score with them. Um, you know, Stroud continues to just do things that are – amazing um 14 touchdowns on the year one interception 22 70 yards it's just uh the texans haven't done this to a team like the Bengals, uh who i think are probably one of the best in the afc right now um they've rebounded pretty quickly burrows all the way back um without chase changes things a little bit but we've seen them go receiver down and still play at a very high level so um, I don't know. The one missing piece to the Bengals offense for me is figuring out that tight end position, which you've seen them go to Tanner Hudson. Do did, did, did you hear that Collinsworth keep talking about how he's like ex quarterback just knows where the defense is going to be a lot like Kelsey. <laughs> he's really beat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, once I the Bengals. Ir- didn't Irv Smith score a touchdown last week too? 
Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so once they figure that out, I mean, they may go with like a hybrid model where Hudson's like their, I don't even want to call him a Kelsey light because that's just like <laughs> so disrespectful to Kelsey, yeah, but yes, their possession is. type tight end and then Irv, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but that's probably the one missing link for the Bengals offense. And once that's figured out, they're going to just start steamrolling teams like the Texans, but it'll be a definitely a test for Stroud in that team, that young team, like we're four and four. We're not necessarily like we could win the division. If we go on a run here, Um, can we do it with a rookie quarterback or this will be a good stress test for that for sure. Yeah, my yeah. only concern with Stroud is I was just looking. So road games, he was QB 22, QB 12. That was his best road game. QB 17 and QB 23. So that's my only con- concern for him. And I think the Bengals are better defensively than people think about. 100%. Yeah, and then it's also like it's just being a rookie. Like you're not going to have it all figured out. You're going defensive – coordinators and defenses they are able to take a game film like God, I, hate when that I always get those videos that pop up the ads um but um um defenses the nfl like with a rookie quarterback they're able to look take that tape from last week see what his strengths were and scheme against that and then stroud's got to figure out um on the fly, you know, what, how, where to look to, where the, where the, the, the holes in their scheme are going to be. And we've seen them get, you know, have trouble with that. Um, like you're talking about at Panthers, they kind of shut them down. So uh, that's, you know, the worry is those games pop up, especially on the road. Bengals' environment's tough, um, but that's how he grows, right? So, yeah, for me, it's um, their lack of run game. Is there, you know, they have, uh, you have two running backs and Damian Pierce and Singletary, and you can't really get any production out of either one of them. So that gives me worry, but I, I love their weapons. Uh, he unlocked something in Noah Brown this week as the deep threat, um, getting Tank Dell back. You have Dalton Schultz stepping up. You still got Nico Collins. Like he has a ton of weapons on his offensive side of the ball. So, uh, I, I, I just like his, um, I like his opportunity this week to, uh, to have a good fantasy day. To me, those aren't like really great weapons, to be honest. Like it says more for me, it says more about more about Stroud and his ability than like Nico Collins. He's not a high level wide receiver one. Uh, Schultz has been productive, but again, I, I wouldn't put him in the top five of like talent tight ends. Um, Tank Dell's certainly been. You know, an amazing um, story and his guy and who he's going to grow with and probably like have the best career with as of right now. But there's still like such a young offense with young pieces. And, I, you know, I don't know that Nico's going to ever really be a wide receiver one um, per se. But, you know, I, so to me, it just says more about Stroud and how amazing he's been able to um, really start his career um so i i don't know i i, I guess i 
I don't see those weapons as being like, damn, the Tex Texans have weapons. You know what I mean? Like in a way that the Seahawks yeah, I'm not, do. Or I'm not calling, I'm not calling them elite weapons. I'm just saying that the way that they're producing with Stroud, they've he's found something in these guys that he can rely on and and you know march down the field like he did last week. I think he can do not necessarily the same type of production against yeah. the Bengals defense. It's better, but still. Um, you have some sort of a rhythm going with these guys that is, uh, you know, undeniable. Yeah, it, we'll see if yeah, that's that's going to be a huge test at Bengals is going to be a huge test. So um, they've done it at they've done it at. Well, no, that was in London, but they've done it against the Jags. They did it at home against the Steelers. Um, so, you know. We'll see at Bengals. It's going to be a huge test. I'm excited to watch. That's probably my most excited to watch game in that 12 o'clock slate as we're looking at it. Yeah, me, me too. Browns, uh, right, Ravens, well, like those are definitely two, you know, divisional game. But in terms of like what, uh, you know, how, what we're going to learn from that Texans and Bengals game about those two teams, I think will be more. So, yeah. Uh, Shane, what else you got? You got any other green light quarterbacks? I was my other one was just on yours. So I was on Mayfield. So it you know three straight top eleven finishes for him, and I don't think people even consider him as a option in one QB leagues. But that's a really nice high floor to have from your starting quarterback. So I think he goes two thirty, two fifty, and two touchdowns, which puts him as a top ten, top twelve at the worst quarterback. Boom yeah. shakalaka. <laughs> you got Baker as well. Yeah, yeah. Give me Baker. Um, oh, know, yeah. As I mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, you know the weakness of the Titans' defense is that secondary. So um, my only worry is that like the Bucks are just trash. Um, so hopefully at home, you know they've got not Otten going. Um, it seems like they can move the ball. So. Um, Rashad White's been playing better. Rashad White's Chad's been good. Um, so yeah, I mean, Titans are bad. Bucks are also bad. It's gonna hopefully just be a game that can score some points. So we're happy from a fantasy perspective. Yep. All right. Well, then uh, we can move on to red light running backs. Um, I'll start. I got um, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, for the Panthers taking on uh, my Chicago Bears on Thursday night. Uh, I don't want any part of the Chuba Hubbard um, and this Panthers run game. Ever since he's taken over the ball, uh, this backfield like two weeks ago, he's gotten the volume, but he hasn't been able to produce anything usable for fantasy lineups. And uh, I don't think he can this week against the uh, uh, a much better Chicago Bears defense who is, uh, you know, they're, they, they've been stopping the run as of late, so... Uh, I don't think Chuba Hubbard is going to have a good day at all. Yeah, I like that. It's. I think people look at if it, if there's if people look at the stats, they're going to say what they see Chicago. They allow the second most fantasy points to running backs. But when you look at it deeper, like they only give up 80 yards rushing a game. So they where they struggle is they struggle with receiving, giving up receptions and receiving yards to running backs. And that's not guaranteed to be Chuba in that game. I think Sanders last week had five catches for like 35 yards. Yeah. So there's no guarantee he gets the third down receiving work in that game. 
Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah it seemed true. like they were going to like hot hand and that was sort of Sanders that game. So I agree. He got the work. Uh, this is going to be such a bad game. I, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to we're streaming this right truck. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. this is like, this is going to be such a fun game to stream. Cause like, I'm glad I'll be distracted with something other than just this game. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it'll be extremely entertaining because truck will be like, you know, hyped to see, to see fields back and, and it'll just be a fun stream for sure. Um, so yeah. make sure you check that out. Let's, let, let's pump that out today. Let's get a, a link and pump it out. Cause uh, a nice Thursday, Thursday night football, three wins combined between both teams. Um, hope <laughs> come hang out uh, with the road show. <laughs> yeah, like just get fucking dirty with the road show. Yeah, I'll um, be I'll be having some uh, JMO and some beers. Are you you'll be home? Yeah, I I think so. I'm driving tonight uh, to wow. Milwaukee, and in between I'll be at home. So um, yeah, let's get you fired up. Uh, yeah. Let's, oh let's yeah. Get, let's get you going, and that'll let's be. Let's get a lot you uh, get some schooners going in you. Some schooners. some schooners. Let's get some yeah, schooners. Man. B Cork yeah, will I, be I, B Cork will be there, I'm sure. Maybe we'll get yeah. a uh, Shane O'Mac appearance at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um that'll be I was fun. just looking it up. Um what last week the Bears held uh, Alvin Kamara to under 30 yards. The week prior to that, Eckler under 30 yards. The week prior to that, Josh Jacobs 35 yards. Yep. So like, yeah, they're letting up 40, 80 or uh, 80 yards per game rushing, but to the running back position, those star running backs aren't doing much against this Bears defense. So, in conclusion, I don't like Chuba Hubbard. Yep. Cool. Uh, what do you got, Coles? Um, let's go to let's go to Shane O'Mac. Here. Shane O'Mac. All, All right. right. Kick it First, over to Shane. I'm doing a lot of kicking. <laughs> kicking over. <laughs> to Shane. All right. Uh, first one is is I'm going with. Saquon Barkley. I don't care if he gets 35 carries in this game. He's not going to go for more than like 80 yards max. So, okay. Uh, I think there are some other guys that probably between the three of us that will get mentioned on green light that you could start over Saquon Barkley. There's just no way. Um, this defense is tough. They only give up 67, 60, 65 or 67 yards rushing a game. Hardly any rushing touchdowns per game. Um, I think it's third or fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs. I just don't see much of a game. I mean, they're coming off a game. I don't remember what the final stats were, but I know Swift didn't have a very good game against them last week, you know, really rushing. And I think he was minimal even in the receiving game. So, um, you know, and he's coming off, Barkley's coming off last two weeks, 52 carries. So it's a heavy workload also. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's tough not starting Barkley, man. You know what I mean? It's that that's uh, that's such a hard decision to make. Um, but I get what you're saying. Uh, this offense is not going to be able to move the ball with Tommy DeVito, and um, I I don't know. Calls. What do you have to say? I know you love Saquon Barkley in general. I, I love him. He's. I still think he's one of the best talents at wide at running back in the league. Um, that's undeniable. Like if you watch football, but it's, yeah, th this is, I was just going to bring up the point of like, what is the outlook for the rest of the season for Saquon with DeVito at quarterback? Like you can't give him the ball 38 times with 
not much like you just can't do that. You can't give your running back, <laughs> your franchise running back in a dead season, 40 touches. Like that's yeah. just yeah. like, that's, you just can't do that. That's like, you know, whatever. I, I was going to make a horrible comparison to taking a luxury car on a road trip, a cross country road trip, <laughs> and just like burning rubber. But, um, but yeah, I, so I don't know, like I truly don't have that answer. Um, I would like to take a look at like rest of season rankings and sit down for a few hours and like actually project where I would have him. Uh, cause I just don't know what it looks like at this point. And I feel so bad for him because he had those incentives to make that extra money this year. And he is not going to hit those incentives without, uh, Daniel Jones. So that's yeah, tough. Well, I don't know what that storyline looks like for him. Like, this team has to rebuild. They think they can rebuild quickly. They have some pieces on defense that we've Oops. seen. Oh, I thought you were getting honked at. I was about <laughs> no, to I accidentally love, honked the horn. I'm in the driver's seat. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm concerned. I, uh, luckily, I only own him in like maybe one redraft league, um, which is shocking because we were so high on him preseason. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It just that, that the pocket he was in was weird, but yeah, um, like CD Lamb was a go-to over him, so that was usually available. But anyways, yeah, I'm worried. I really am. Um, my, uh, for red light running back, you've heard me say his name a million times, um, Alexander Madison. <laughs> yep. yep. He's and he's just been the fucking. He he's just can he's survived everything. Like now you have Acres tearing his Achilles, and it's Madison's backfield. Like he's just he's gotten he's gotten all the puck luck, if you will. If you're a hockey fan, he's gotten all the cockroach going his way. Yeah, you can't get rid of him. He's just a cockroach. But um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I like to me, it's the Saints' game plan here is let's contain Dobbs on the ground and let's um, you know. It, which is not a difficult thing to do. Let's let's keep Madison, um, keep an eye on Madison, and not let him beat you on the ground. So I, I just think, from a defensive um, scheme standpoint, that'll be what the Saints are looking towards. And the Vikings already struggle to run the ball anyway. So um, let's have Dobbs beat you with his arm, and not let him get out of the pocket and you know scramble. So I, I don't know. I just think. This is going to be a game for the Vikings where they try to figure it out at home against a good defense. Um, it'll be interesting to see, but give me uh, Madison as well. Yeah, they're uh, the Minnesota Vikings have the they're they can't run the ball. They have they're averaging seventy five yards per game, which is the third worst. Yeah. Um, you know, so I just I, I have him as well. Alexander Madison is my on my red light list as well. Oh, play it, play it. Oh, oh, I got you. Boom shakalaka. Ah, there it is. Uh, we're all on the same page here. Alexander Madison is uh, we hate him this week. I every just, week I hate him every yeah, week. But... Every week, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but this I week don't especially. Hate, hate. Hates a strong word. Come on, Ryan. Well, this is the love hate segment. This is our we. This is included in that red light, green light explanation. So uh, you know, I think it's fitting. Um, I hate him this week, 
Dude, hate is a strong you say word. Say with but... so much anger, though. I hate him. I hate, him I this hate week. Alexander Madison. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I do. Um, I just, I, I'm not trusting him. The the Vikings. I think how many rushing touchdowns do they have on the year? Like, I think uh, last week Josh Dobbs scored the second team rushing touchdown on the season. So, yeah. I just, yeah, no, no bueno. And then, um, uh, yeah, Shane, why don't you? Did you? Did we? You want to add anything else no, to that? We covered it. Yeah, I mean, his his three t- touchdowns are all like receiving ones, which is going to be hard to bank on. So, yeah. Um. All right. Well, I have someone else that's pretty self-explanatory but it's jerome ford uh going against baltimore i am fading this entire browns offense and jerome ford is not an exception to that so um you know along with kareem hunt getting all the uh touchdowns and red zone looks jerome ford is the lead back but i don't think that matters much going against this uh ravens spectacular defense yep i agree with that guys Um, on board Yep. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm like contemplating putting Josh Jacobs on my list. Oh, I think, I think this is going to be a tough, Spicy. tough game. Tough game for the Raiders. I just, I mean, I don't think AOC is a good quarterback. And nope. I don't think that I, the Jets' defense just continues to show how good they are. And the Raiders. Like, yeah, the AP is a great motivating coach. They got him fired up last week. But, like, how long does that fire burn for? One um, week. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm pretty much a full fade on the entire Raiders team, which I had them last week in my super contest, you know, anywhere I could get them. So, um, yeah, yeah. Devonta is concerning. Like, Devonta Adams last week had to have been the week that he performed. Um, and he just didn't. So I don't know. I'm a full fade on the Raiders, and I'll just put Jacobs on my red light list because of that. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Love it. Shane, what do you got? Uh, so, yeah, that's my two. Those were my two. I had Madison and Barkley. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yep. cool. All right, well, then um, let's jump to green light running backs, players that you should start this week instead of the ones that we just mentioned. Uh, I'll start it off. Um, Aaron Jones is on the top of my list. Um, He got 20 carries last week. The Packers found some production in their offense because of Aaron Jones. Going against Pittsburgh's defense, I still think Aaron Jones is going to be a startable asset, even though this Pittsburgh's defense is really, really good. Uh, I think he's just going to get enough volume to have a productive day, and the Packers are going to lose. And the the Steelers are going to win another one. Yeah. And they're just going to keep winning. Yeah. You really like playing with fire. You red lighted Jordan Love, and then you green lighted uh, Aaron, Jones. Aaron Jones. That is, I love it. That's extremely fucking bold. Um, I, I love how you do that. That's 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 definitely. So you're just game planning. But just screen you, dump you, off. You, yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Jordan Love isn't gonna do much. He's gonna dump it off, and they and they're gonna and he's gonna have another uh, game with. You know, anywhere from seventeen to twenty carries, and yeah. uh, he's uh, probably gonna—he's probably gonna be have the only touchdown on the game is gonna be Aaron Jones. So I'm I'm comfortable starting Aaron Jones, but he's the only Packer that I'd be willing to put in my starting lineup this week. Uh, you know, that's all. Awesome. Um, I, I hope so. I loved Aaron Jones, um, and I think we saw last week how important he is to this offense, this team. Um, 
wish he was healthy all year because I would have loved to seen it for the last. Oh man. Fucking what would weeks, honestly, but. what would the Packers season look like right now? If Aaron Jones was healthy the whole time, like, I think it would be, they wouldn't be in a completely different position. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you go on a four game losing streak to the lions, Raiders, Broncos, Vikings, you know, those are yeah. Raiders and Broncos was, you know, lost by four and lost by two scored 17 and 13 points. So yeah, 10, 10, 10 points against the Vikings. Uh, yeah. And then you asked also had a loss at Falcons by one, uh, which was a Arthur Smith did not, did not deserve to win that game. It was so bad. <laughs> it was such bad coach. He doesn't deserve to win any game. I mean, he's just yeah. not good a coach, but um, yeah. So yeah, I, it looks a lot different is the answer. There's three and five without him. Respectable. Yep. Uh, all right, Shane, what do you got? Uh, I'm going since with... calls since calls will probably kick it over to you anyway. Yeah, let's kick it over to Shane Mac first. <laughs> yeah, let's kick it over to Shane. <laughs> That's gonna I be love the it. new I love it. Let's kick it over. I love it. Uh, all right, so I mean, a lot most people are probably gonna still be starting him, but I'm going. Tony Pollard, and this is the game where he gets 100 yards. He breaks out. He's going to have a top 10 running back finish. He goes for 100 yards. Um, He's going to get one or two touchdowns. Um, This defense gives up over 110 yards a game. They give up, you know, over one and a half rushing touchdowns a game. Uh, I just think this is the – you're going to see – Go buy low on Tony Pollard because his next three weeks are really great matchups. I'd love um, to hear that. I will say, I will say, hearing our resident Cowboy fan Shane O'Mac be this confident and and happy, like just this confident for the Cowboys, is making me a little bit more concerned. <laughs> <laughs> um. I feel the same way. It's just I'm not a Cowboys fan. So, like, I, something about, like, whenever the Cowboys fans get their hopes up and get confident, uh, life comes at them fast historically. But uh, this is – I agree with you, Shane. This has got to be, uh, you know, one of those classic situations that's like if Pollard can't get it going against this team in this game. It, it, well, even more so than that, it's like – the team understands how important Pollard is to the offense and having his playmaking ability that like they may even just force feed him in this game or put him in, you know, focus on putting him in situations to, to, to give him that confidence and that swagger back. So yeah, I love that. I I love Pollard here for sure. Yeah. I I have Pollard in a couple leagues and I I am itching for some good games from him. (laughs) I need him to produce. So, uh, Coles, what do you got? Or do you want to kick it over to me? Uh, you know what? I'll kick it over to uh, Shane here. Let's hear Shane's second one. That was a (laughs) great, great one. Let's kick it over. All right. All right, Shane, what do you got? So now this one, I'm going with a guy who's consensus ranked RB 30. So you might say that this is, Oh, I got you. You got it? Shane O'Mac, shocker of the week. I am done arguing about it. I'm done complaining about it. I am just going to now side on go to the side of the idiot 
and Tyler Algier is going to be a top 20 running back, and he's going to out-fantasy produce Bijan Robinson this Holy week. Holy shit. I, I, in no world should it happen. I have so many Bijan Robinson shares, and but until they fire Arthur Smith, he's still going to run this clown show every week. <laughs> Algiers had more carries, receptions, and TDs than Bijan, and two out of the last three. And this Cardinals defense allows almost 25 fantasy points per game to running backs. So I just think this is going to be a game that's going to be close the whole game, which means that Algiers is going to get at least 50% of the carry. So he's going to get 15, 16 carries. And then that stupid clown of a coach is going to use him right down near the goal line again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's unreal. Um, it, it's absolutely unreal. Like what was the latest just fuel that he gave us um, this week? It was like Bijan is basically <laughs> saying he's like in, he's really improving as a decoy. Yeah, he, he's really good at drawing attention away. Yeah, like we love I having him on that. the field. I yeah. missed that. He said what? He literally yeah. was like, he's Bijan, we love having him on the field because he takes the attention and yeah. we're a lot like No. Yeah. yeah. Oh like, my god. It's dumber and dumber as as the season goes oh, on. Oh my god. Um I I saw a uh one of those like fake quotes from his like you know how like people like make those images that like have fake quotes yeah i i might need to start like i need might need to unlock my like true trolling potential and start figuring out how to do that because i read one today or the other day that was arthur smith's dad and he calls him like it's so cute that uh, artie he calls him artie choke that artie choke has a uh, it's so cute that Artie Joke has a side gig that he's trying, and like when all out, when this finally, <laughs> when this finally fails, he can come back and be a board of director directors at FedEx. So I'm gonna show you. So calls, I'm gonna show you how to build those graphics on Canva, and you can just start pumping them out. That's, that's, that is gold. So, truck here it is. It was Arthur Smith is saying Bijan is really starting to excel away from the ball. Sometimes his impact away from the ball really opens things up for us. I can't believe this guy. I cannot like, believe him. Just classic fucking billionaire's child who thinks he's smarter than everyone. God's gift. And like, dude, what? Artichoke. Artichoke. Get the ball to your best <laughs> players in space. It's not fucking hard. Uh, oh, um, God. So, yeah, that just That's infuriated me to see Tyler out here on your green light. I have... Uh, <laughs> I wrote down Bijan just like in hopes. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just go against oh, you there God. because for for the road show for the roadies, I don't want to. I don't, I just don't. That was more hopeful than anything. But um, that is funny. You know, I, I like Kamara. Um, I I think I think that the Vikings is a team that you can go and put up. You know, put points on the board against. Um, you saw him have a down game for Kamara last week, but um, they're trying to get you know any sense of relief in there. Uh, I know Kendra Miller is going to be down. What, what, how do, is there a timeline on his injury? 
that no, I just saw it was, a, I think, an ankle. So. Ankle, yeah. So, you know, could be multiple week injury. They'll get Jamal Williams, who just honestly hasn't ever adapted well to that offense. But no, um, they're going to try to force him to get going. But, you know, I think this is a game they understand. It's going to be a winnable game for the Saints. I do have the Saints winning this game. And anytime they're going to have, you know, that game script of a close game, Kamara is going to be on the field and he's going to be getting the ball. They're just so much better with him. Um, that being said, like the only concern is Taysom Hill continues the vulture touchdowns from him, which I think would be the smart thing for, for the saints to do. Like their best offense, their best goal line offense is having Taysom Hill at quarterback. So um, if they keep moving forward with that development, you know, that could take some touchdowns away from Kamara, but uh, yeah, you know, I think this is a game against a shitty defense that that's one in three at home. That's trying to install a new quarterback uh, against a good defense. You know, Saints win and uh, Kamara eats pretty well. Yeah, I love that. Kamara is one of the best running backs in the league. And uh, I think that's on full display this week for sure. Um my other green light running backs, I have a couple here. Uh, one of them is Ramondre Stevenson uh, for the Patriots going against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Colts are giving up the most rushing touchdowns on the season. They have given up 15 so far through nine games. Uh, and I, I think Ramondre has a good chance of scoring a touchdown as he did last week. Um, the Colts are also giving up the 10th most rushing yards per game and the fifth most fantasy points per game to uh, running backs. So, uh, I like Stevenson this week, and then also piggyback off that, I like Joe Mixon um, going against Houston. I think Joe Mixon has a good game. Um, the Texans are giving up less than 100 rushing yards per game, but they're also giving up the fifth most rushing touchdowns. So uh, I, I think Joe Mixon's been playing much better as of late, as is the uh, Bengals' offense as a whole. And um, uh, especially if they don't have Jamar Chase, uh, they're going to need Joe Mixon. Um, they need a strong rush game, a running game in this uh, against Houston. So. I like Joe Mixon and Ramondre Stevenson. Yep. I like those calls too. For sure. Um, my last red green light running back was uh, Ken Walker. Um, I think he needs to get going against the commander's team that, you know, obviously we talked about earlier, the chase young and, um, and sweat. Uh, getting traded off those off that team and it's, it just opens things up commanders to me um, are a team that you're going to be looking at, at as to um, you know who, let's see who they have right now in the playoffs in the fantasy playoffs um, 10 11 12. so they're playing Jets at home or Jets will be at home against the commanders so like Green light Jets. I, I'm going to love having Brees Hall on a bunch of my teams here late in playoff season. Rams, yeah. um, Rams, and the Niners. So those three teams, I think, are going to be um, are going to be teams that you're going to want fantasy assets on because Commanders are going to be giving up, you know, thirty high twenty point games here at the end of the year. Oh, God, they have Cowboys and Dolphins. So a lot of very good fantasy offenses against what I think is going to project to be one of the worst defenses here late in the season, which is just going to you know, snowball into Rivera getting fired um, and hopefully enemy getting that starting job 
um, uh, you know, after this season. I think I didn't even was, think about that. That's that's a I think Cole's that's a good conspiracy. move. Yeah, Cole's uh, conspiracy. Is that a? You're gonna slide the enemy right into that head coaching spot, huh? I like it. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think that's the move there. Um, like Rivera's just one of those old coaches, old men- mentality coaches that are kind of getting phased out. In in my mind, like Bienemy could have stayed the OC for the Chiefs forever. He was just, you know, as long as Andy Reid there, he's not going to be head coach. So him leaving for a less than ideal situation with a potential head coaching spot of coming available. That was his way of like, let me show my genius, which he has top 10 quarterback, how offenses look great. Um, and then, you know, phasing out Rivera, he gets the head coaching spot. Um, and honestly, it's, it, you've seen that with the chiefs, their offense is not the same this year yet. Some of that is pieces. Some of that is missing his scheme and his genius. So, um, you know, as we saw with Matt Nagy being the bears head coach, he is not, uh, the enemy. Um, and uh anyways that's that's my thought there so i I like anyone right now against the commanders and i like ken walker to get trained back on the tracks yeah yeah i love that um another guy on my fantasy team that i need to have step up uh he's been having a couple down weeks so yeah uh, yeah i love this i love this trucks shano mack and i actually like had a separate secret meeting before this and we just decided that we we were going to make this in an emotional support episode for you. And I love it. All of the players that you, you've, you, you, know, get, you, you guys, you guys it. went behind my back and was like, all right, he has Tony Pollard who hasn't been yeah. playing well. He has Kenneth yeah. Walker who hasn't been playing well. Let's yeah. green light these guys oh, so that on. he's just in a yeah. great spot. Yeah. I love yeah. that. You we, guys are the best. Yeah. You guys are that's, awesome. That's what week <laughs> 10 red green is. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I can't wait to hear the wide receivers then. Um, Let's jump to red light wide receivers. Um, I'll go ahead and start it off. Uh, my top red light wide receivers, Devontae Adams. Uh, this is no secret. I'm sure you guys might have, uh, a, uh, you know, uh, the same with Devontae Adams. But uh, the Jets defense is top tier. They're giving up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Uh, they're top five against the pass in all categories. And um, Devonte with uh, AOC um, is not going to be performing well as we've seen last week. I think this week is uh, it could be even worse. So, um, uh, Coles, do you have uh, Devonte Adams on yours as well? I uh, sure do. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get soused up all weekend. Yep, covered in the sauce. This <laughs> is uh, thirty-six and a half over under the. It's prime time over the prime time unders are 23 and seven this year. I would be yeah. interested to see if that one hits as well. I it would probably moves ahead. too. I would, I would imagine go ahead and, it lowers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then before the game, it'll get hit with money to push it back up. But uh, I think this will be a good, um, probably under spot. I, I Zach Wilson, AOC prime time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, another great primetime game this week, boys. Um, Shane, I like watching the Jets. Like, yeah, they're so bad. They they have they have stud pieces. They have Wilson in Hall who do like, you know, make impressive plays, and then they have, um, they have an incredible defense to watch. Like, so exciting. So I actually don't mind watching the 
the Jets. Well, we could see if Salah keeps that glorious beard groomed yeah. up nicely for another game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. Shane, what do you got for uh, red light wide receivers? So I have got Mr. Road Cooper, Amari Cooper. Uh, he's on the road, which is not a good thing for fantasy purposes. So this year he is on average the wide receiver 40 on road games. So they go to Baltimore. You already had Watson on your red list. So it's just carrying over from that. It's going to be Cooper uh, is a sip for me. We just saw Baltimore really – allowed hardly any fantasy production to a trio of good receivers in Seattle last week. They're just a really tough defense at home. Yeah, that makes uh, a lot of sense. I have no faith in Cooper this week, even though I do like Cooper. Um, and he, if there's any wide receiver on that team that's going to perform well, it's him. But a tough task against the Ravens. So I completely agree. Yeah, I like it. Um, I have the Packers wide receiving core as a whole. I don't know what that is. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. even. Is Christian Watson not playing this week? So just Romeo and Jaden. Then I, I don't even. Yeah, like I don't know if Watson plays miraculously like he has. I, I don't. I just don't. Well, I, I'm in a rest of season red light. The Packers receiving. Yeah. Oh, I even wonder. Do you need to roster any Packers receivers? Yeah, I don't. I I would leave him on the wire if I saw him there for sure. Yeah, that's a frust, very frustrating group. Um, now, will they? As we talked about, that offense goes through Aaron Jones and he's back. So, like, will we see flashes of that late in the season? Maybe, but as of right now, I, I don't see anything there. I'm I'm off of this Packers receiving core, especially against Steelers at home. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, all right, I'll go in with another guy. I got Zay Flowers um, from the Ravens. Uh, another piece to this game. Uh, I don't like Zay Flowers this week. Uh, last week, he was wide receiver 88, held to just one catch. The week prior to that, wide receiver 69, held to just 19 yards. He just hasn't been a focal piece to this offense. And frankly, they haven't really needed him to be. This This Ravens team is on fire lately with the run game. They have one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL. Uh, you know, Mark Andrews being the the um, the go-to target for Lamar. So I, I'm just staying away from Zay Flowers again this week. The last two weeks, they, they were better matchups than this week going against the Browns defense. So I just think you're going to see something in that same range uh, for Zay Flowers. So his struggles continue, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. like it. You like it. You like it a lot. Great. Uh, Shane, what do you got? What else you got? Uh, so I'm going Calvin Ridley. So I think, you know, maybe there might be managers out there that are encouraged. I think he had 15 PPR points before his bye week that he's back to being a play. But when I was looking at this matchup, I was astonished when I found this fact that the 49ers have not allowed a single touchdown to a wide receiver this year. That was really kind of blew my mind. So I, I think – you know, it's going to be a little bit tough against this 49ers defense. I mean, they added another pass rusher to rotate in with um, Chase Young now. And so to put more pressure um, on that offense. And so, and then I don't know, I haven't heard for sure, but if Zay Jones is back, that's just another red zone option that Trevor Lawrence loves to look at. So um, Ridley's probably – Maybe if you don't have any other options, he's a wide receiver three or flex, but 
I would try to find other options. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I have Ridley uh, as well. I do not, but uh, no, 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 Shakalaka drop. But uh, Coles, what, what else you got, Coles? That, that's who I had. Oh, okay, cool. Um, well, then I have one other guy that I wanted to highlight for red light this week is uh, George Pickens for the Steelers. Um, the Green Bay Packers are basically top 10 uh, pass defense in almost all categories. Um, last week, he had a terrible game, two receptions, negative one yards. The week before, one catch, 22 yards. Um, all while Deontay Johnson is averaging almost 90 yards a game. So I just – I. You know, George Pickens has expressed his frustration with this offense, and I don't think that changes this week uh, going against, going against the Green Bay Packers. And then he's got the Browns the week after, and then Cincinnati. So I tough sledding for George Pickens moving forward. Mm-hmm. I I kind of liked Pickens this week. Um, I I thought I was getting a little too cute to put him on my green light. That was going to be our classic. That would have been Coles very cute, Ryan. Game. <laughs> No, so it's because I think Jair's going to be on Deontay, and I think, like, I don't know, just Pickens, like, do they just try to figure out a way to get him going? Like, because they need well, him happy. It, they just I, need I, offense to work. So that would be my – that was my trying to get cute way of getting him going. I, I think he could have uh, a decent game because of the – alexander shadow and then um force feeding like he's just an emotional player if you can get him on the right track he could be a big part of the offense so i don't know and i i get what you're saying i mean he has the talent to at any point in time have six receptions for over 100 yards like he that's the type of caliber wide receiver he is so i completely understand where you're coming from i just uh as what we've seen lately i don't have a lot of faith in him so but i yeah. i get what you're saying uh, all right, well, how about green light wide receivers, uh, players we like this week over the ones we just mentioned? Um, Shane, I'm going to kick it over to you. What do you got for green light wide receiver? What's your Yeah, let me kick it over to Shane. Oh, Shane. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll kick it to you, Shane. Okay, uh, I'm going first with the Yahan Dotson. Oh. Uh, against the Seahawks. So I am. I haven't heard. I think Curtis Samuels might be sitting again next week. Uh, this week, um, I, I hope love, so. Yeah, I love the target volume he's getting. 18 targets in the last two weeks. He's had two top 10 finishes. Um, the Seahawks allow the most fantasy points to wide receivers. I think it's just a matchup where Howell's probably throwing 50 plus times in this game, which should lead to some top 24 production for Dotson. Yeah, I like that. I love the uh, the Dotson train that is getting rolling right now. So uh, I love it. Multiple touchdowns in the last couple of weeks, and I, I hope that continues for Yahan Dotson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Coles, what do you got going? Or you want me to? You want me to go ahead? I got JSN, CD Lamb. Talked about okay. both of them already. Um, I, I like the JSN breakout to continue to roll uh, at home uh, against a bad defense. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, my green light wide receivers are DeAndre Hopkins um, going against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has given up uh, currently the second most passing yards per game behind the Chargers. Um, so you're able to pass on them, not so much run on them. I think DeAndre Hopkins has a good game uh, with Will Levis throwing him the ball. Uh, and then on top of that, it's Mike Evans. Same type of story with the Tennessee Titans. Um, you can pass on him pretty heavily. 
Um, and I think Mike Evans is going to be the main beneficiary of that uh, Baker Mayfield streamer of the week. So I love Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins this week. Yeah, I have Evans also. That Titans defense gives up 25 fantasy points a game to wide receivers. So he's kind of established himself as the guy that Baker looks to, towards more um, than Godwin. So, yep, I'm with you on Evans. Boom shakalaka! Let's go. You got him too? Yeah, that's uh, three three boom shakalakas. Oh, three wow. For the day. That's that's probably our most so far uh, since we got the drop. Yeah, what is it? Madison, Madison, Evans, and who is the other? Not Algier. Um, no. Um, Baker? Not pa- Baker? Yeah, I think of Baker. Yeah, yeah. Baker. So Baker. Evans and Baker, for sure. Yeah, we love yeah. uh Evans and Baker combo this week. So if you got them, you're in a good spot. Yeah, they're going to bake up a nice game here. So uh, we're all over it. All right, I love it. Um, All right, well, uh, moving on to tight ends. This is a segment for Shane O'Mac and I. Um, Coles does not take part in the red light um, (laughs) tight ends this week. But, uh, Shane, what do you got? Who is your uh, red light tight end of the week? It is Mr. David Njoku against the Ravens coming off of great game, obviously. But, man, (laughs) Ravens defense, this is the other one I was just astonished about. So, per game, they allow three receptions for just 15 yards to tight ends this year. Really? Which is just nuts. So, he is a hard sit. You could find a lot of different streaming options probably that I would plug in in front of Njoku this week. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, And he is my red light tight end as well. So uh, for everything you just said, again, basic fade on all the, the uh, Cleveland Browns this week, and, and Joku is no exception. So I am right on board with you. Uh, that is a half shakalaka drop, um, me and Shane. So, uh, All right, so uh, what about green light tight ends, Cole, since you didn't take part in the last segment? Who do you like this week? I'm guessing you have a large list of uh, uh, green light tight ends as uh, per usual. The rookie yeah. tight ends? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what? Let's let's kick it over to Shane O'Malley. I love it. I love it. Shane, what do you got? I, I'm going with the with the guy we don't speak of his name on this show yeah, at the tight end position. Of course, Whoa. it's Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill touchdown machine. I mean, Taysom Hill. Check that. Uh, he has been tight end six, six, three, and six the last four weeks. Let's go. I don't care how he's doing it. Like we were applauding Evan Ingram early in the year because of his consistency of, t- of finishes each week. I mean, now you're getting that with Hill. I don't think this is going away. I think they're going to be putting him in more as rushing than Jamal Williams in situations. And he's going to stay in this role. He's a plug-and-play start the rest of the year for me. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, I couldn't love that even more. I do have him on my green light list as well. So, Shane, uh, we are identical with our tight end love-hate mm-hmm. this week. And uh, Taysom Hill, for all the reasons you just said, uh, I would love him in my lineup. But I also have uh, Jake Ferguson as well, um, as we've seen with uh, this Cowboys offense. Uh, Ferguson is a massive piece. He's a security blanket for Dak Prescott, and uh, I like Jake Ferguson pretty much the rest of the way this season. So uh, I like those two guys. Coles, what do you got? Yeah, um, I have Sammy Game Time, Laporta, Trey McBride, Dalton Kincaid, Cole Komet, and Hayden Hurst in the Thursday wow. night game. Wow. 
and uh, Kate Otten keeping things rolling there. I think he's uh, obviously Baker likes him and he trusts his hands uh, and that momentum is going to continue to roll. Um, So those are my six tight ends to green light this week. I thought for sure you were going to say Luke Musgrave and we could have just done a a sweep, like rookie tight end sweep week. No, I I have uh, love on my red light list. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play with fire there. And yeah, uh, that makes sense. Let's just full fade that entire. I, I not only do I have Jordan Love as red light, I have the entire Packers wide receiving core as a red light. So, so we're gonna call uh, Cole's red light tight end of the week is Luke Musgrave. <laughs> no, I would never. I would never red light a tight end. That's okay. That's All right, something. but it is Luke Musgrave. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Um, you know what? I'm right. gonna red light Taysom Hill. No, because he is not a tight end. He is a quarterback. Hey, red he, light. He, he caught Taysom. a touchdown last week. It, he's Taysom Hill. No, yeah. I love Taysom. That's Hill. funny. I'm not gonna That's funny. You guys, to force me into hating him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, well, I think that about does it for our red light, green light. Uh, week ten. Um, it's been a great episode. I appreciate you guys coming in with some good stuff. And uh, I wish the roadies out there good luck in their week 10. Join us um, uh, Thursday night football because this episode will be uh, premiered on Thursday anyway. So uh, join us tonight for Thursday night football. Uh, the Panthers and the Bears take on. And you're probably not going to want to watch that game. So come hang out with us while we all watch it together and shoot the shit while we talk uh, week 10 matchups. Uh, Shane, if you're not busy and you want to hang out with us talking matchups, you're more than welcome to. The uh, invitation is always extended. Uh, we do talk a lot about our weekly pick em, which Shane uh, is in the lead by quite a bit from last week. So um, he is doing quite well. Uh, I think Shane, you might almost be in the top 10. Let's go. All right. Shane is two picks ahead of me. He is number 13. 13. Okay. So oh, almost okay. top 10. Almost, sorry. I am still um, uh, in the back there somewhere. I think it might be 17, You're 18, four 19. behind me, six behind Shane O'Mac. Shit. Uh, Shane, that last week was brutal. For me. <laughs> that was a brutal week. That was terrible. Uh, hopefully this week, the exact opposite. I'll be uh, gaining some games on you guys. But either way, uh, it's been fun. We appreciate everybody out there watching, listening. We are live, or we will be live tonight uh, at youtube.com slash sports ethos. We'll be tweeting out the link, uh, promoting it as much as possible. Um, and as always, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter promo code Roadies40 at checkout for 40% off. Uh, we appreciate you guys, uh, all the roadies out there, and uh, everybody, buckle the fuck up, huh? <laughs> <laughs>